team. Today I have Mariah Rodriguez, who is currently a junior at the Ohio State University playing softball for the Scarlet and Gray. Uh, so Mariah, you're originally from Orange, California. Uh, what made you move to uh, across the country to play softball at Ohio State? Uh, what stood out to you the most about the program? Because I know that can be tough, uh, moving, moving thousands of miles away, uh, you know, to play, you know, college softball. So what went into that decision? Um, so honestly, I get this question a lot. I'm sure a lot of people do, but when everyone hears I'm from California, you're like, what made you come all the way to Ohio State? So um, personally for me, it was just the fact that you could choose any major you wanted with the exception of um, sports therapy. And while I was taking visits, I found that more than likely, most colleges really limited your choices of majors when you played sports. So that's one thing that was unique about my visit at Ohio State was that they let you choose from any major you wanted. And that was really important to me because at the end of the day, it's more than just softball. You're also getting your degree. And I feel like it's not fair if I were not, if I wasn't able to choose fully my my full passion, if that makes sense. Yeah, so what are, what are you measuring in right now? So my current my current major is, um, sorry, hospitality management. Um, I'm really passionate in uh, helping people and seeing people smile. So um, customer service is one area that I pride myself in also. Sorry. Okay, good. Nice, nice. So after uh, a legendary high school career, you know, coming into college, what was the hardest thing to adjust to? Was it uh, the academics? Was it uh, workouts, uh, time management, being able to balance, you know, academics and and uh, your, your sport? Because uh, I know sometimes, uh, you know, we, we have that difficulty of uh, making that transition from, you know, being the best player on your high school team to now you know, being into like a more dominant system and be, being able to perfect your role. Uh, so what, what, was the, what was the hardest adjustment, you know, coming into your freshman year? So um, for me, it was more of a time management thing. I did come from, I was blessed enough to come from a private high school experience. So um, it wasn't more so the tasks at hand that were difficult. It was more so managing seven classes at a time because like I said coming from private high school I was taking four classes every other day so I mean the, the biggest transition was just being able to manage all of my workouts and practice and homework and finding time to eat and sleep between that and all that type of stuff was probably the most difficult for me to adjust to. Okay because I know when I came into college the, the hardest thing for me to adjust to was we used to have 6 a.m. workouts. Do you guys have those before before the season starts? Oh, yeah. We definitely had our fair share of early morning workouts. Um, my freshman year, yeah, it was 6 a.m. every day for lifts. And then sophomore and junior year, we pulled back a little bit. And I think our block is now from 12 to 5. So it's more right smack in the middle of the day, which I, I would prefer to be in the morning to get it out of the way and have the rest of my day to do homework and unwind and study and whatever not I need to do. But yeah, those early morning workouts really kill. 
Yeah, right. Facts. That, that was, those were tough for sure. You know, so early early on in, in, in your career at Ohio State, you were able to make a significant impact on the program during your freshman and sophomore year, you know, being named first team all Big Ten in 2021, uh, which is an amazing accomplishment. How were you able to adjust so quickly and perform at a high level right away? You know, because that's really a, a big transition. Like, like we just touched up on earlier, um, you know, sometimes you have those hurdles, those freshman hurdles that you got to gotta get over. And uh, for people to be able to perform right away at a high level and make an impact is uh, really, really a talent. So as, as we can see right here, you were able to do that. So what went into that? Was it, you know, your training, your work ethic, you know, you uh, just coming along and, and fitting in right away? What was it? Okay, so personally, I came in freshman year, and it was it was a struggle for me. I didn't obtain the role that I wanted right away, and I knew that something had to happen, whether that be more training or working on my diet or just being more physically fit. I knew something had to change, and for me, it was my mentality. So um, I, my sophomore year, well, I actually started towards the end of my freshman year. I ended up earning a starting position with like two weeks left before COVID canceled our season. And during that summer, I started very like mentally training very, very hardly and telling myself that literally I was the best every morning. I'd wake up, look myself in the mirror and be like, you know what? You are the best player on this team. You are here for a reason because you do find those moments of self-doubt and it's really hard to tell yourself that you belong when you don't feel like you do. So once I started telling myself I was the best, that's when it started to pick up. And it was more just a belief in myself and manifesting those thoughts and ideas into having such a successful season last year. <clears throat> nice, nice. Like you said, like you touched up on uh, that, that, that mental wall and, and getting through that. I feel like if you can get through that at an early stage in your career, that's really going to help you take off, you know, your your game exactly. also. Yeah, yeah. So way to do that, Mariah. Congrats on that. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. So even though you have all the, even though you have, a, you know, a couple accolades and you had some success so far, team-wise and individually-wise, um, you know, we all as athletes go through a tough time and then we have to overcome challenges and adversity. Uh, so describe a time when you were faced with adversity at Ohio State. And how were you able to get through that? It could be an injury. It could be you going through a slump or, you know, you getting into it with your coach and you had to overcome that. What was it that, you know, you had to overcome and, and uh, made you the woman you are today? Um, yeah, so um, I've had many ups and downs, honestly, throughout my career. But the one that sticks out the most to me would probably be this last year. Um, this last season it did not go nearly the way I wanted it to. And it started right at the jump when I tore um, my rotator cuff, my left arm. Um, I did that swinging, so on my follow through, um, just injured myself there. No one really knew it was wrong. It kept popping in and out, in and out. Finally saw the doctor and found out that it was torn. And honestly, just hearing that it, I was injured was took a toll on me because honestly, I've never been injured. Like mm -hmm. I've been grateful enough to never experience a huge injury like I've probably gone the most is just like sprained ankle or something mm -hmm. so just hearing the words that I had a torn um, labrum excuse me in my left arm was um was really hard for me mm -hmm. 
Um, so I did start the path to recovery, which took a very, very long time. And later on in the season, it happened again. So mm. I just to a point where I felt like all this hard work I've been putting in to stabilize it and get it healthy was not paying off. And it prevented me from pursuing my path of recovery. Right. So right. once that happened again, I kind of like, why was I even doing this? You know, like if it's just going to keep happening, there's no point in trying to strengthen it. Mm-hmm. So I was really down about that. And then that entered into the season when I had my first two couple weeks didn't go the way I wanted to um, on the offensive side of the ball. And coach took me from the lineup. And I have been holding it down at second base for about two seasons now. So that was that was a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just embracing my role is what I had to come to the realization of because I told myself that and this is, still, this is still true. I'd rather be a good player on a great team mm-hmm. than a great player on a good team. Mm-hmm. And for me, that meant coming to the realization that maybe my role wasn't what I wanted it to be. However, my abilities and the strengths that I bring to the team were still helping us be successful in other ways. Right. So just embracing my role and coming to the, to the terms that Maybe the season isn't going to go how I wanted it to. However, I get to experience other things and taught me lessons and taught me many things about becoming a good teammate as well. So did, did you, you tore your, your left labrum uh, the beginning of the year and you had to play through it? You didn't, you wasn't thinking about getting surgery or anything like that? Cause you yeah, could, so because you had to play through it and you made it worse, right? Exactly. So I, after getting my MRI, I actually found that my shoulders also have a deformity called Buford's complex, which is basically I was born with two incomplete labrums. So instead of like horseshoes, they're more like C's. And not only did I have the incomplete labrum, but my left one also had a piece of it torn. Mm, okay. So it was, yeah, it was also really scary to hear that. But um, yeah, the doctor and I had come to terms that the best thing to do was to rehab it until I really needed surgery because doctors is still convinced I don't need it as it is still healing. It does feel a lot better, but um, we told ourselves that we would do all we can to avoid surgery so that I could still play. Okay, so so how is it right now? Did you did you end up did you get surgery yet? Because I know the season just ended. Are you planning mm-hmm. to have surgery soon, or what's the process with um, that? Yeah, so right now I think the surgery thing is more on pause. Um, it's doing a lot better and we've just been keeping a rehab consistent. So I think for now, I think we're just going to keep that up and push it hard with the rehab and then just hope and pray that nothing else happens to it. Okay. So you think that played like a huge factor into like, you know, your, your game being limited to what you can do this year. Cause, Cause that could be frustrating. You know, I was at, I went to D3 college. It was Wittenberg. It's, mm-hmm. it's in Ohio. And you know, they don't pay for, I mean, we got to play through the injuries because they, they ain't going, it's D3, so they ain't going to pay for it. It ain't a house state. So, you know, I, I understand how tough it is to play through an injury. And then, but did you didn't, you didn't think about like um, getting surgery in the beginning of the year and then red shirting? You didn't think about that or you just went along with it? 
Um, yeah, I was just kind of taking what the doctor said as that's what's best, you know, because she's supposed to know more than me. So I just really took what she said to heart and just kind of let her make that decision for me, I guess. I wasn't in enough pain to where I needed surgery. Like I can't, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So I just took her advice and her advice was just work hard on the rehab and try to prevent the swings to limit maybe more injury and just go from there. Okay, good. But way to, way to play through that. And uh, I mean, next year you'll be a hundred percent. So you got to just look yeah. forward to next year and, and, you know, go, you know, go out with a bang. You'd be a senior next year, right? Yep, I'll be a senior. I'm really excited for senior year. It's going to be crazy. Okay, good, good. So going off of, uh, off of adversity, you know, mental health is an important topic that we talk about on this podcast. Uh, it's important for us to speak on it and spread awareness. I feel like some people are uncomfortable uh, sharing their stories. Um, and I've, I just want to get a platform to, to have people feel comfortable enough to share their story so it can help someone else out in the, in the, in the long mm-hmm. run. So what's your perspective on mental health and how has it impacted you as a person? So um, my freshman year was really hard on me mentally, being so far away from home and not feeling like I had the support that I needed was um, really difficult for me to overcome. Um, it was also more of me feeling like a burden for sharing my problems that prevented me from seeing help. I really wanted to share what I was going through with my mom, but I didn't want to worry her, like I said, her being so far away in California. I didn't want to make her nervous or make her think that it was more extreme than it really was. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want her to also feel like she was helpless being so far away because there's nothing she can really do in a sense. Um, so yeah, it was just more of me feeling like a burden and didn't, not wanting to express my problems to other people because I didn't want to put my problems on them and make them feel like they had to resolve how I was feeling because yeah, it's just a difficult, a difficult topic to talk about, especially with people you love and, or people you do not know as I um, did seek some counseling and stuff like that. Um, eventually, after talking to my mom and getting her advice. Um, but yeah, freshman year was really difficult. It's very difficult for many, many, not only student athletes, but students just mm-hmm. all over the country. Right, right. Freshman year really hard. I mean, now that I'm a junior, I've heard it from every class, like below me, everyone just talking about how difficult freshman year is. So, it's really relieving in a way to hear that mm-hmm. everyone goes through that. And then not only relieving to hear, but relieving to see how much I've grown and overcome since my freshman year. Yeah, I feel like it, it builds character too. being because uh, I lived in Florida in 2021 and, uh, you know, I'm from Columbus. So, you know, mm-hmm. being away from home and had to, you know, maneuver by yourself as, as a grown person, as, as your own individual, uh, you know, through different walks of life that you that you see. Uh, I just feel like that 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 builds character and and um, strong a strong personality. So, um, did you did you have uh, like what's the process with that now? Uh, are you are you getting used to, or are, are you are you did you put that in the past? Are you getting used to you know um, you know not you know the fear of being away from home, thousands of miles away from home, and did the, did the counseling help? Um, yeah, it's definitely helped. Um, I 
yeah yeah so um personal personally for me i've come to the realize or the realization that it's more of a seasonal depression type thing mm, so facts. columbus being very snowy and cloudy yes. and it's just very different from I generate and I thrive with the sun. Right. Being from California, (laughs) it literally is energy. And not having that all the time was, it was really hard on my body, my soul, and my mind. And I didn't realize until every winter I would start to feel like that. Mm -hmm. And I I would always Google it, like, why do I feel sad only like when the sun isn't out and yeah. <laughs> i kind of self-diagnosed myself i would yeah. say with seasonal depression but um it's definitely getting a lot better now that i'm adjusted to columbus i wouldn't say or i would say that it's not nearly as bad as it was my freshman year okay um i've adjusted a lot i found ways to keep myself busy here in the winter um some outdoor adventuring going on sledding down little hills with my teammates or Mm -hmm. whatever it may be but just finding ways to keep myself busy has Mm -hmm. i've come is what i'm sorry no you're good i've come that's what helped me um overcome that okay was the hall state i know you had you know if you got the hall state offer i know you had uh you know uh plenty of options to pick from so you know Mm -hmm. you being from california did you get any, you know, any offers out west, or was you considering any other schools besides Ohio State? Yeah, so um, softball was really interesting before they made that rule that you weren't allowed to be recruited um, until your junior year. Um, I actually committed when I was a freshman in high school, so I was pretty young, and I feel like if I would have waited a lot, like a little bit longer, I would have gotten a lot more offers. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to Cal and I was talking to Oregon State which we just coincidentally played Um, but yeah what I came to realize about college at such a young age I just knew I wanted college to be different and Cal Cal was pretty it was far enough but it was still California you know right Um, Oregon State just too close to the weather I'd experience at home and when I came to Ohio State, I was like, well, this is definitely different. <laughs> um, the small town vibe coming from uh, from Anaheim, California, where yeah. you see thousands of people every single day to right. walking on campus and everyone being in Buckeye gear. Like, California has so many huge universities within that state mm-hmm. that you meet UCLA, USC, Cal fans everywhere. But in Ohio, everyone is a Buckeye fan. Right. Everyone is a Buckeye fan, so um, honestly, that's what helped me make my decision when I did commit here, although I did have a good time at the other universities I visited. Ohio State's visit surpassed by far. Wow, so freshman year of high school, you said, I'm just going to Ohio State, huh? Wow, yeah, that's that very crazy. that's very interesting. All right, so so moving on here, switching topics, what athlete uh, do you look up to the most and, and why? So my favorite athlete is Shohei Otani. He is on the Angels. Um, that's one of the reasons he's my favorite player is because I'm an Angels huge, huge, huge Angels fan. Okay. Born and raised Angel Stadium is my favorite place on earth. Okay. But Shohei Otani, <laughs> Shohei Otani is my favorite player because yeah. he's on the Angels. He's a triple threat. He's a pitcher. 
He hits home runs and he steals bases. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, and, can't beat that. Um, he's always smiling. He's literally always smiling. Every time I see that guy, he's always smiling. I, I know he's been working on his English and picking up some more English, but he literally communicates just by smiling all the time. Okay, nice, nice, nice. So, uh, last question I get you off, uh, off of here. What advice would you give to a younger athlete about going to a prestigious school like Ohio State? Uh, whether that's, you know, you know, school like Kentucky or Florida, Florida State, all the big, big time, you know, schools and, and being able to play a sport and perform at a high level. What advice would you give a younger athlete? You know, you, you, you going through what you went through already and, and experiencing, uh, currently, you know, what advice would you give them? So some advice that I would give younger athletes that hope to receive the point that I'm at is not more so of playing advice or um, form or anything like that, but more so to just be kind to your teammates. Um, people remember how you treat them and more importantly, the way that you make them feel rather than how you perform on the field. I know um, as athletes, we always have this, um, stigma to be tough and be hard on each other, but your teammates are supposed to be your sisters and you're supposed to love on each other, love one another and hope for the best for one another. So just remember to be kind to your teammates and your staff and just say thank you to everyone. And I promise your teammates will remember you for being a nice person rather than being a good player. Right, I feel like it's the bond outside of, uh, outside of the field, off the field. That's that's what makes a really really good team. What 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 kind of goals do you have for yourself next year? And um, like personally, uh, it could be team wise or individually. Like, what goals do you you know before you graduate and you know your career's over at Ohio State? What do you want to accomplish that you haven't accomplished yet? So um, we did touch a little bit of this this last year, but I want to make history at Ohio State. I want to be known for doing something bigger than setting a personal record or um, making a so-and-so top ESPN play. I want to I want to do something with the program that's never been done before. And, okay, so what, what? What? Like dive deep deeper into that. Like like what? Like so uh, national year, champions or? I mean, of course that's up there, but yeah. super regionals would be. Super regionals would be the first step to that. The Buckeyes have never been to a super regional. And um, I also want to win a Michigan series. I'm tired of losing to Michigan. I want to win. Oh, y'all ain't beat Michigan yet in a series? No. Oh, we've damn. We've never beat Michigan in a series. We beat them. We beat them once a series, and it's always been the third game. This last year, we beat them the first game of the series, which was making history because we never beat them game one. But we've never beat them two games in a series, so I need that to happen before I leave, or I can't leave. Okay, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you for sharing your thanks story. For me, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I was going to. I've been talking to Alex for a while. I was going to wait till your season was over. So this is this is perfect timing. So thank yeah. you, Mariah, for joining. Uh, I'll post this on Spotify and stuff like that. And we definitely have to stay in touch, man. Good luck with your your surgery recovery. And I wish you nothing but the best.